fast as any fighter who had ever lived, and no sooner had he struck a blow to his right than he managed to spin around and parry on his left. Whenever one of the guards tried to strike Peter from behind, Sir Toad was there to deflect him with a well-placed headbutt or bite to the rump. It was a dance they had performed a hundred times over the past two years as they roamed the map in search of adventure, one that rarely ended well for their enemies. Peter sliced and stabbed at his opponents, taking special care not to hurt the girl, who was scrambling across the ground to retrieve her fallen books. She was shouting something at Peter, but he couldn't take the time to listen. Just stay down, my lady, he called, hopping deftly onto the rail of the bridge. The girl kept yelling, and it took Peter another moment to realize that she was not screaming out of fear, but out of rage. Stop it! she shrieked, pushing through the guards to meet him. Stop it! Right now! Peter wasn't sure why the girl would interrupt her own rescue, but he could tell she was serious. If you insist! He took one final leap toward his enemies, spinning his body like a dervish as he moved among them, his coat flying out behind him. This was a befuddling trick from his thieving days and when he had finished moving, he had all four of their muskets slung over his thin shoulder. The guards stared at him, unarmed and dumbstruck. Peter allowed them a moment to absorb what had just happened before saying, Boo! All four guards screamed and ran along the bridge toward the pyre. Sir Toad, not being one to pass up a good chase, clopped after the men, snarling and snapping at their heels. Cowards! Peter said, tossing the guns off the side of the bridge. They hit the water with a satisfying splash. He turned to the Inquisitor, who had remained at his post, still clutching his blade. I suggest you follow your men, unless you're wanting a duel. The man did not say anything for a moment. Peter could hear his tense breathing, his teeth grinding, his heart racing. It sounded as if he were genuinely considering the offer. Blind rogues and hooved cats. He wasn't talking to Peter, but to the girl. I'm sure the city council will be very interested to learn of the company you keep, Miss Quire. He shoved his blade back into the sheath of his cane and retreated to the shore. Peter brushed a bit of dust from the brim of his new hat and fitted over his head at a rakish angle. He turned to the girl and flashed a winning smile. Well, that was fun. Now, Peter Nimble had performed a number of daring rescues in his career, and while every one was a little different, the reactions were generally the same. As a rule, most people seemed to appreciate being rescued by dashing strangers. Most people, perhaps, but not Sophie Choir. Are you insane? she shouted, her voice hoarse from screaming at him. You nearly killed those men! Peter almost fell over as she wrenched a book out from under his boot. He listened as she riffled through the pages, as though inspecting the book for damage. And what were you doing up on that lamppost anyway? she demanded. Were you following me? Peter stepped back, caught off guard. I, um, obviously he had been following her. People didn't just spend their mornings climbing lampposts for the fun of it. But to hear her describe the activity, you would think it was the worst thing in the world. In case you forgot, he said finally, I just rescued you. Rescued me? The girl got right in his face. 
She was radiating indignation like a furnace. I was going to have to pay a fine. Now I'm party to attempted murder. Who knows what they will do to me or my father? One word from the Inquisitor and we'll be on the street or worse. And it will all be thanks to you. Peter opened his mouth but closed it again. He could feel his whole face flushing with anger, or perhaps embarrassment. He wasn't sure which. All he knew was this was not what he had planned. I I was only trying to help, he said, inching back. Next time, resist the urge. The girl yanked her cloak over her shoulders with a dramatic flap. And if you're going to throw something into the river, she added, why not start with that ridiculous hat? You look like an ostrich in mourning. With a dramatic heel, she turned away and ran toward the road. Oh, yeah? Peter called after her. Well, you.